Hello, and on today's show, ramen with a side of robots? Sounds. Sounds everywhere! Star Wars is so chic right now. And Harvard is doing a study on EDM where their scientists are dropping acid before subsequently dropping the bass. <laughs> this is episode 12 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is February 5th, 2016. My name is Alex, and that's Jojo. Hello! How are you doing today? Pretty awesome, dude. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks for asking. Awesome. And we have uh, three, I guess, guests. Yeah. <laughs> two yeah. guests Two guests that are going to be participating. One is that a, that's going to be uh, participating in... Yeah, moral support. <laughs> nice. We may <laughs> totally tacitly participate. Yeah, yeah. We, we may hear some... He's some, the cute support. Yeah, yeah, he's the cute support. <laughs> this is the most adorable version of this show so far. So, <laughs> so first, let's introduce... Veronica Kennedy. Hi. Uh, I guess my name is Veronica. I also go by VK. Um, I'm a new mom to my friend Elias here. And my major nerderies, I would have to say, are probably anime and sort of general geek lit. Yes. And awesome. uh, Veronica and I used to work together. Yep. We're not going to mention the name of the company. Nope. Yeah. Every, every time you mention it, you guys get mad. Yes. <laughs> I don't want that negativity in the show. <laughs> Part of this podcast was edited out for legal reasons. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, if you guys remember Jamal, who was on, uh, he was on one of our episodes, on the Halloween episode that we did. Uh, we all worked together. Um, so happy you could be here. Yay, thank you. And... Her I'm, husband. Yes, Jason Flynn. Jason I'm, Flynn. I'm the husband, uh, freelance writer, geek, uh, hopefully at large, working on a variety of different uh, projects, none of which I can talk about because most of them aren't finished. Uh, father to little Elias here, my uh, major nerderies would be certainly comic books, awesome. uh, sci-fi and fantasy in general, and video games, which leads me to sad thoughts of this week, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, had, I, had, I had a video game fail that we can talk about later. So... Uh, let's give honorable mention to our third uh, guest. You guys kind of heard the name there. Uh, Elias James Flynn. He is 11 weeks old today. And oh. he was born on 11-20. So. Very awesome. Nice. And uh, so part of today's show, the topic that um, that our guests are bringing is that of how to be a parent, how to be a nerdy parent, how yeah. to raise your child to be um, potentially as nerdy as you. Yeah. And, and not rebel uh, from the nerd to become like a pop collared jackass. Yeah. <laughs> Rat boy. <Amen>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so we'll definitely be getting to their topic uh, towards the uh, later part of the show like we normally do. Um, but before we do that, let's get into what we're drinking. Yum. Mm, yeah, it's drinking. Oh, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. This evening's podcast brought to you by Babies. How do you think you get them? Yep, that is what happens. <laughs> no, that would, oh, okay, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. be real, let's be real. No, let's be is, that, is that what happened? Is that what happened, little man? This is the f- cutest freaking baby ever. <laughs> oh my gosh, and he's being so good. Well, while they are trying to make him burp, uh, he just finished eating. We're going to talk about what we're drinking tonight. Uh, the first thing, we actually have a couple of beers, so... We have two guests. We have two beers that we're drinking tonight. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. This is great. (laughs) Absolutely our pleasure. The first thing that we're going to feature is the Delirium Nocturnum. Now, all right, so I'm going to read. This is a Belgian beer company, right? I'm looking Mm -hmm. at Veronica, and she's nodding her head. Yep. So the Hugue Brewery is a brewery founded in 1906 by Leon Hugue in the city of Mel in East Flanders, Belgium. Its flagship beer is Delirium Tremens, a golden ale frequently... Uh, rated as one of the best beers in the world. And what we're having right now is the Delirium Nocturnum. It's a darker beer, mm-hmm. and uh, its alcohol content is 8.5%. And uh, that's pretty, uh, that's, I mean, that's fairly high. Yeah. Dark brown red color, 
uh, a compact white, yellow, stable uh, wall adhesive foam. I don't know what all that crap means. So <laughs> it's delicious. It's, right? So okay. we're, people we're, can't see because it's a podcast, but we're drinking this out of more cognac-style glasses. And yeah. the compact, sticky foam, blah, 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 is how it sticks to the glass. Ah, okay. I don't know why, but that makes that important. Well, hey, it it's delicious. It's, it, delicious. it's got a great color to yeah. it. It I mean, coats the glass in right. part. Yes, and the, the, but the... the it is it's sort of like a brown and happiness. Yeah, it's sort of a brown and red sort of sort of color. It's wonderful. You know what, guys? Cheers. Cheers. Salute. And you're gonna enjoy this in a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. As totally it passes kidding. through my wife's body and is turned into breast milk, we do not condone no, nor endorse no, giving no, alcohol no, to no. children. <laughs> No, but it's one of the things that Beer Nerd Mom has had to learn when uh, when we... The, what the window is. What the window is. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, there's a whole shtick to it that would take way too long for the podcast. But okay. yes, ladies, you can in fact still enjoy your beer and wine and still be able to breastfeed. You it's hear not that? a thing. We're not breaking laws. No. <laughs> no, not at all. No. It's science. It is science. <laughs> Don't get, you know, blotto. Don't no. get three sheets to the wind. But no, but a glass is... of wine or a beer every now and then. Oh, yeah. Right. and this is But this is delicious. Yeah. Awesome. And Veronica, I, I texted you and you were like, yeah, I'm bringing beers. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, something that was a little bit out of the spectrum of something standard like Guinness. Right. Or what, Miller, High, Miller High Life. Or High Life. <laughs> Look, man, don't, don't judge. <laughs> On a no hot day, ice-cold Miller High Life is a tasty, tasty it is. glass of water. <laughs> it is. It certainly is. And, you know, we, we, the second beer that we have is called the Golden Drack. 9,000 quadruple. Uh, I haven't poured this yet. We don't know what it looks like. We're going to get through this first, but, but quickly calling attention to the uh, description that we got. Um, it's a uh, quadruple variant of the dark Belgian beer, Golden Drac, uh, brewed by... Okay, I'm not even going to try. Bre- Brewer... No, I'm going to try. Brewers <laughs> Van Steenberg in... The, these are folks in these. Did I do okay? Yeah. She's looking at me. Yeah, me like a, she's giving me a pity nod. No, I'm not. <laughs> but this one, this one is uh, 10.7%. This is oh, wow. no joke. No, no. Yes. It'll knock no you on your ass. Yes. <laughs> Careful. Uh, so, so once we get through this beer, uh, we're going to pour, th- uh, you know, some, mm. a little bit of that other one. Yeah. And uh, But just a little bit on that, it says, uh, the recipe consists of three different kinds of malt added in a volume of four times the content in lager. Uh, The color of this beer is golden amber with a strong fruity scent. For the secondary fermentation, wine yeast um, is used. So that's kind of neat. It's cool. I'm looking forward to trying that. It's really yummy. Yeah, so we've got an awesome beer. We've got a beautiful baby. We've got two nerds joining JoJo and me. (laughs) This is a family going on. This, this is, is awesome. awesome. Yeah, this is good. So, we need to add a baby here, Alex. Well, hey, Aww. Deanna, you're not pregnant, right? I just got cut out of that picture real quick, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you're not. Right? Genetics are a harsh mistress. Yeah. It's, it's a beard. I, I, it's I, a I, don't beard. Think, I don't think Deanna's pregnant. So. <laughs> and you, it doesn't work that way, JoJo. I, I try. I know. <laughs> Damn it. All right, well, uh, like I said, we got a great crowd here. Let's get into the news. Yeah. The news. Geek 30. First up in the news, there are robots in Shanghai making ramen. That's not how that sentence I th- was going to end, I thought. It's kind of it's kind of different, huh? You saw you started with robots in Shanghai and I'm like, "Okay, let's head to the bunker." <laughs> you, you were thinking Michael Bay? <laughs> Explosions <laughs> and then ramen. And then ramen. Ramen explosion. So, ramen explosion. So please explain. So there's a there's so there's a cool video and and as usual guys, I'm going to be putting this in the show notes. Uh there are some robots, these two robots, gosh, what were the names again? One's name was Kona, and I remember that um, because of uh, Hawaii. But they uh, they have two robots costing around $150,000 uh, that they bought for these robots for. And th- I know change. it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Eli. All right. Um, so, and they bought these robots, they're making ramen, and, and it's causing, like, I mean, this is huge in Shanghai. And they're, they look like Skelkies. Yeah, they're, the they're really cool. They and totally, one of them, <laughs> one of them makes, one of them makes the, uh, the actual broth, uh, another one, you know, cooks the noodles and does all that sort of stuff, and they make ramen in 90 seconds. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's become a huge hit. 
And the only thing that comes to mind is they took our jobs. <laughs> they took our jobs. You're, you're talking to took our germs. What comes, what germs. What comes, what comes to mind for me is the other robots back at whatever car manufacturing plant or you know industrial. Oh, the suicidal manufacturing. Chevy robot. No, no, not that. But that, that's a good that's a good callback to the Super Bowl commercial from a couple years ago. I'm thinking the big game, yo. Don't get them sued. The other the other <laughs> yeah. robot. Sorry, yes. The other robots at the the plant who told them they could never be chefs <laughs> who are now looking at this that these two robots are living their dream <laughs> of becoming professional chefs don't let anybody tell you no you know they read no reservation they watched no reservation suddenly they the music of the great American heroes going through my <laughs> who could it be <laughs> believe it or not it's, it's just me making ramen in 90 seconds <laughs> the world is your oyster people so, whether or not you're a robot or a so person. I didn't know that Skynet was funding restaurants yeah yeah, believe it or not. Well, I, don't, I don't know that they're funding, but they're definitely creeping their way into that network. It's under that controlling. umbrella corporation. Right. Well, they're, they're making oh. it... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're making it cute and lovable so that you're not as scared when they do actually finally take over. Yes. <laughs> so they're not cute and lovable. They look like Skelkies. They do like Skelkies. Well, one's got a bull on his head, so... <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> and it's got red eyes. It's got red eyes. It wants to eat me. All right, all right. Just, just, <laughs> just be ready. Don't fall for the ramen when it's your time to lead the resistance. This is your generation, young Viva man. Viva la resistance. This is your generation. You can 3D print weapons now. And he so. yawns. Okay. And yeah, he just yawned. <laughs> Tiger Duck is not impressed. No. Um, it's, a cool, it's a cool video, though, guys. Um, I'll share. We got it from Tech Insider. The names are Koya and Kona. I had to suffer um, through a uh, furniture commercial and then like a minute of video to finally get that because there's no subscription on this website. I don't know why. <laughs> they give you no information. You have to watch the video. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> again, the video is on Tech Insider. Um, kind of some cool news there. I saw that uh, while I was just kind of perusing some social media stuff. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I also want to know what the egg is in that ramen because the egg is like the size of my head. There's this enormous egg in the bowl of ramen. Yeah, yeah that's later yeah. on in the video. I don't know if I can skip. Have you guys ever had like really authentic yes. ramen? Yes. Where there's, can you get some? There's of that? actually a good. Pl- I there's forget the name. There's two really good places in DC. One is to- is it Todai or Toki? I forget. There's a place that I went it's to with a friend of mine last year. I'll have to dig up the name and send it to you. Seriously, and it's yeah. on H um, Street. And there's some place in in Nova that just opened that's supposed to be authentic oh, ramen. Oh yeah, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's in Annandale or near Seven Corners somewhere yeah. in there. Uh, we've got a, fr- a couple of friends who are serious foodies center. who are oh. into. Dude, uh, tell me that will be there tomorrow. I would love a bowl of ramen, especially with this weather. The oh, one yeah. is over. So the one that I know of, it's a, it's really good and it's worth the wait. The problem is, is that there's a really obnoxious wait, twenty four hours a day. And it's, that egg. Yeah, that egg. That egg is enormous. I don't know what that egg That's is, huge. but it looks like it's kind of like. The soft boiled on the inside. It's, it's not delicious. fully boiled on the inside. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, but at the traditional ramen places, uh-huh. you can add egg. You can add, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, different bacon, no meats, and yeah, what meats. have you. Yep. Uh, and it's it is some serious stuff. So good. Oh, oh. It, is, it is worth the wait if you go. The joint's oh. over on H. It's over in Atlas District in Northeast. All right, it's so right around the corner from Chinatown. So you no, people? No, 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 no. This one, no, the one. I'm, that's the one that you and Jen went to. The one right. that I'm thinking of is, is up by Pug Bar and. The Rock and Roll Hotel over okay. Northeast DC. You do have options okay. in the metro. Todai okay. or Toki, so, so for like those that. people listening, if you have recommendations, you live in the DC area, you have good recommendations on some ramen places to go to that is like authentic. That's Yum. what I'm looking for. Yum. Email geek thirty podcast at gmail.com. We'll make a field trip out there. Hell to the yeah. <laughs> I would love to eat some ramen. Hell to <laughs> the yeah. It's been a little while since we're starting to actually be able to get out and go to places again because right. our little friend. And as evidence, um, he's say hello good. to my little friend. But he's, he's super good. chill. We took him out to a bar, uh, Meridian Pint, uh, just last night for a friend's uh birthday party and he's super chill so yeah, we're starting to realize we can go we can still be a couple as well as parents right so yeah. we can go back out and do stuff I mean, like adorable. that well then so we're all going, going to ramen conversation store starter I'd right. be down for going for ramen we're going yeah. to ramen sounds good yeah. alright he will enjoy it later <laughs> <laughs> and here's another thing that he has to look forward to uh, as he grows up because 3D audio is becoming a thing I know right yeah. there's this company called OSIC 
And uh, Jojo, you're the you're the resident. I'm about audio. to ask you, what do you mean by 3D audio? But I guess I'm the one explaining what 3D audio is. Jo- so. Jojo is the resident audio expert, <laughs> which makes no sense because again, I'm deaf in one ear, but that does, <laughs> that's neither that's here nor there. there. That's neither here nor there. That's minor details. <laughs> Could you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> I I've had that joke so many times in my life. So but I appreciate you leaning into yeah, it. You know. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so everybody's familiar with like surround sound. You go to the theater and things explode behind you. They got trains going this way, got planes going that way. Michael Bay! Yeah, exactly, Michael Bay, especially <laughs> Michael Bay. Alright, that's the second Michael Bay reference. If we get a third, he's gonna show up. It's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Be careful with that. <laughs> um, yeah, with him, you're just normal conversation, just like an explosion in the background, just because it's Michael Bay, right? Oh! <laughs> Where is he? There he is. Uh. Um, but in this case, they're actually making headphones that um, have the gyroscopic little sensors that your phone has, so you've seen the videos on Facebook where if you move it around, it'll actually follow with you, so you can get inside of a vehicle or inside of a right. valley or whatnot. Well, imagine that, but with audio. So when you move your head around, the audio follows you, so all the movement goes around, which is actually pretty prevalent right now in video games. If you play Halo or Call of Duty, you'll hear the bullets and whatever, and everywhere you move, the sound follows you. Um, but now, because that's always been static, you always had to sit in one spot. Now if you walk around your apartment, now you can hear things from different areas. You go down the stairs and whatnot. There's different sound fields to be able to do that with. So you're moving your head in a 360 degree environment and that sound follows you as well as the video as, so you, things like the Oculus Rift you can measure to uh, and be completely engulfed in an environment so imagine cool. imagine what that means for video games oh like, that's, that's incredible that's it, w- I mean, it would change the experience right yeah completely well it allows you uh, mentioning things like the Oculus Rift right yeah. if you're a programmer because we know some people who are, who are developers and designers okay I'm going to build you this house so now I can not just say oh on this floor you'll hear these noises in this room you'll hear these right, noises exactly. right. and it might be muffled that you'll hear the other thing to get clues so right. like a mystery or a horror game becomes that like much more like a Resident Evil yes. or Doom or where you yeah. go upstairs and there's a lurker you might hear him you might not hear him you know right. whatnot. so it's, it's cool that you can actually um, image that in an object-based environment, you know, yeah. so it's not static anymore. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty cool. Gosh. I'm super excited. They, they have a, they don't have the Kickstarter yet. It, when we're recording this February, February 5th, I can't even yeah. talk now. I'm excited. <laughs> so, sorry about that. But, um, they're going to do a Kickstarter here in about two to three weeks, and I'm going to sign up automatically because I, I need this in my life, <laughs> you know. <laughs> even before it's a thing, I need this to happen. I'm just, I'm just curious to know what, what it'll feel feel like when you have that not not the actual headset itself mm-hmm. right that'll feel like a pair of headphones right but the the sound what that experience does right it'll, it'll be interesting to see because you've got a percentage a small percentage of people that no matter what they're viewing in the oculus rift get disoriented and get sick right so i'm wondering if some people are going to have equilibrium problems That's with, what I with the sound yeah. they had that issue um with Vertigo, a lot of, something's gonna yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so um i don't know if you guys remember dts audio there was yeah. a multi-channel yeah, yeah. sound yeah. and some people were starting to play with the different formats and it actually did create people to get sick because you have more of the um equilibrium in your ears than you do with your eyes mm. your eyes are visual and you, you follow them right but everything balancing wise is in your ears right. right and so uh they were creating sounds and they're trying to play with the room and whatnot and also people are starting to throw up and get nauseated and whatnot so it can affect you in I that wonder, aspect because like with you know with something as i guess relatively rudimentary as uh-huh. to 3d or headphones but you know with my newer iphone that's got the noise canceling with that sound right. movement that follows you it kind of wigged me out at first i was like what the Right. It's going like Well, noise canceling is also kind of weird too because it puts a little bit more pressure in your yeah. ear because yeah. yeah. it's actively, it puts a, was a sine wave in the opposite mm-hmm. direction yeah. to cancel out yeah. that. So right, you actually right. get a little more pressure, which is kind of a weird sensation. Which in, is why in some people can't use them on planes because right. you've got the pressurized cabin and then the additional pressure exactly. canceling out the noise. Some, yeah. I've s- seen some people and they just get massive headaches and they can't right. use them on planes. That's so. why I, I tend to stick with noise isolation in that aspect. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, the orientation thing, that's always been applied to a static environment. So moving in the 3D environment, I don't know. That'd be a great question to, yeah. to figure out when it comes That'd out. That'd be kind of cool, yeah. yeah. I'd be interested to, see, interested to see what tech schools, Caltech, MIT, f- get involved with the Kickstarter because I think of the Kinect right. and all the movement-based oh, yeah. stuff Hell and yeah. all, of those indu- all of those labs and all of those Definitely. tech schools <laughs> said, all right, so, we're going to take all of this and, and figure out what we can do and with it. Like and that this is the next thing. for like 
all kinds of so okay i have like a closet nerdery i'm really into goofy ghost shows it's all like good. ghost yeah. hunters no i ghost adventures love it love it love it yes. love it zach braff you want hey you native wanna... washingtonian actually. oh is he yeah so you want to know something kind of sad not zach is braff. that what the hell's his last name anyway. zach, it's zach Z- no, no braff is the guy from, from scrubs yeah zach Anyway, anyway, so he, so Deanna and I, our uh, wedding anniversary is in September. Uh-huh. So leading into you know Halloween, so yeah, that's yeah. when you start to see ghost adventures popping up, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we went down to uh, we're Stanton, Stanton Virginia yeah. uh, to spend our anniversary. It's a great little town with a bunch of like little uh-huh. microbreweries, a lot of uh, fun Stanton's history. Really yeah, yeah. We um, <laughs> before we went out to dinner, we wanted to go back to the hotel room and just kind of chill out before dinner. Right. We sat and watched like Ghost Adventures for like two and a half hours. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fist yeah. Fist fist bump. Bump. Um, and I like love it. we, yeah, it, it's really it, it's a thing. It's so bad. It's good. <laughs> anyway, my point it, is, yeah. is that Ghost Adventures, in fact, um, started enlisting the use of some guy who like comes up with sort of this alternative equipment. He set up a connect to like catch whatever weird oh, stuff. Oh, I've seen that, yes. Yeah, so I wonder how this new tech is going to be used for sort of those kinds of hobbyists. The right. folk that have, like, the alternative hobby, like, are they going to use it to try and catch white noise better or something like that? All right. I know is that in, in Fallout 4, when, you know, I end up running through the streets and I hear those zombie things. What are those zombie things called? The ghouls. The ghouls. <laughs> when I hear a ghoul coming at me, I'm going to know which way it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. It'll give um, total and it's going to scare the crap out of me even more than it does now. But it's so cool because... Cool. Um, Right now, if you're in a 5.1 uh, environment, everything's static. And so until you turn, that sound's not going to turn with you. Yeah. But if you had headphones on and you turn your head, you actually, that sound will follow you as well. Yeah. So that Crazy. puts it in perspective where it is. Right. You get a better location of it. It's You, you make me sad bringing up Fallout, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I, as I mentioned before, I had a, a video game nerd fail earlier oh, this week. So sad. And it was, it's not directly related to Fallout 4. I've been trying desperately to finish Fallout 4 because okay. my game dropped today. XCOM 2. Oh, now, nice. I played the ever-effing loving <laughs> shit out of the first XCOM and the expansion. So I, I owned it on so console. Good. I owned it on my laptop. Oh, wow. I got my I've lovely been wife very into it. in that game. I, I have never so tried it. The, yeah. the, the relaunch so of good. XCOM grabbed me in a way like few games have and I have been literally like, as soon as they announced watching like the build out videos and he'll like finish and be like honey honey come here you need to watch this one they're doing really? this and this oh my god so he's been I pre- out over as it. soon as it was available without doing any research or doing any prep I pre-ordered it on Steam because I'm absolutely going to play really? this <laughs> I was even grateful because we were about to have Elias that they pushed it from the, the November watch <laughs> to February and I'm like they're on my side they knew exactly what they, they were doing <laughs> and it drops the day before my birthday I'm like Firaxis has given me a birthday present right. saw him up last night it's my shift with him at night there's so like, like five planets in alignment aren't right yeah, now, aren't there I've got, exactly. I've, I've got the baby monitor in front because I've got my noise canceling headphones on. I'm still going to be able to see it if he cries, if he needs me. But I've got the preload yeah. ready to go. I'm waiting for 12:01. It launches. I load it up. I'm like, got an additional patch. I'm like, fine. Give me all the patches. I'm ready. I got the pre-order. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I didn't mention that I'm a Mac guy. Ah. <laughs> uh. Guess whose machine can't run the game and it's oh not, no it's not just his machine unless you've got the 27 inch iMac super ooh la la that no. has the AM, super if AMD I, drive <coughs> on top of the Intel drive uh, right. Intel graphics the separate card. video processor right. yeah now if I had like Won't a mid range gaming rig yeah. PC I could run this no problem <laughs> that's why I built that I'm pointing so guys at home I'm pointing to my little uh, not my little my big ass <laughs> gaming rig uh, behind me and I specifically, I'm a Mac guy too, I, but I built that just specifically for gaming. Yeah. Because, because <laughs> of this. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go down that road yeah. because I, I to, I'm, I'm aghast because it basically is telling me you need a better Mac to run this. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. And I'm just like... That's never happened no, before, ever. It's a Mac no, thing. <laughs> they, no. they run right. for seven years solidly for and seven what, years. I, my laptop's years. eight years old and he's like, yeah. maybe you need a new laptop as he's trying to figure out how he can get the other <laughs> <Right. laughs> well, no, And my shit's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And my, the eight to ten years you're still using mine's it. Mine's a three yeah. year old yeah. MacBook Pro. It should, yeah. I, no, I'm that not, shouldn't be a thing. It's not even in my mind that right. it's not going to be able to you run this, right? a single drop of tear on that. You yeah, know, I sweat, no. you know. No. So she, very, very 
gracefully says, honey, this is how you can get your refund through Steam. She's she's talking me down off the ledge. Oh. Now, I talked do, this right? up yeah. so much with friends of mine who are also going to play. I had three different people at like 8 in the morning yeah. who were texting me, figuring I was going to be up all night. Like, how do you like the game? Have you played it yet? I'm this far in. I'm like... I can't load the game. Oh, wow. And no. it's it's oh, like no. someone died in my family, the response <laughs> I've been getting. A buddy of ours said, I've got an old mid-range gaming rig that I'm yes. not using anymore. Our friend lives in Hyattsville, Maryland. He lives on the other side of the DC. <laughs> he hears me t- say yeah. where, ch- where I am over this, and he's like, dude, I'm going to bring you my old gaming rig. <laughs> really? I'm going to bring you my old That's gaming love. rig. That is and love. I'm like... Man, I love you. Oh. <laughs> that's that's love right if, there. If, if he wasn't already named, I might have to give Elias your name. As his name. <laughs> so he comes over, and we spend an hour or so getting this thing. Because he's got his laptop rig. He hasn't used this, so we've got to update some drivers and all right. this other thing. His graphics card is telling him. Now, it, his systems I, are telling I him that fine. he's running DirectX 11. Uh-huh. But when we try to load it, because we get up to load it, yeah. and when we go to hit play, it says you need DirectX 10.1 or better to run this. And then it okay. kicks out of Steam. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. So I, th- I think it's an uninstall reload fix. Yes. Right, yeah, exactly. Okay. But having gone through all of that to get to that point <laughs> again, <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> This is a cosmic joke. Right. And seriously. Because up seriously. until last night, everything, everything was go- coming yeah. up Millhouse for me. <laughs> the gods are wow. saying, nope, just kidding. Nope. Take care of your kid. Hey, you see this? See this? <laughs> nope. 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 Little carrot in front of the, uh, on a string. So, <laughs> oh, so hopefully we're going to be able to correct that when hey, we get home. Hey, fingers crossed. And you know what, dude? <laughs> Call us. Let us know what you think about that game because I seriously, I want to know... XCOM's um, great. Yeah, and, and you know, folks out there, if you're playing XCOM right now, I, I seriously am considering getting it. Uh, leave us a voicemail or something. Let us know. 443-424-3350. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Let me know what you think. I definitely um, want to build a PC. Oh, uh, totally. Start so getting the game. Because I'm a big Mac guy, obviously, as yeah. well. But I want to build something to get games running as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I Rocket mean, League. we could just get a Mac Pro. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. This is why I married her. <laughs> Where'd you find this model? I need to set something similar to that. <laughs> I'm in the market for something. Like that. Uh, that's that's a whole nother story. I know. I know. <laughs> for for uh, for more beer, yeah. We'll yeah. To, to tell that story over some more beer. Um, all right. So yeah. He's being so good. Hey. Hello, Eli. What do you think about buying a $600 jacket for Star Wars? No? Oh, no. He started wincing at that. Me too, kid. Because according to an article on Nerdist, uh, they're they're selling Star Wars-themed uh, apparel. And this is like, I mean, this is stuff that's... Is this licensed? It's It seems to be. I mean, this is stuff that's like, it's actually modeled after like Han Solo's jacket, Ray's jacket, all these things. And they start at like $600. Um, I'm gonna That's put this obnoxious though. Like seriously, like yeah. nerds who really want a case in point. I'm not gonna drop. I have a kid. I'm not gonna drop six hundred dollars. I'm on going to. Dr- I'm. I'm gonna drop six hundred dollars. I, I miss those days anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because, because because we're lacking. We're lacking kids, right? Still. Yeah. All right. Silence equals acceptance. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know. That's it. Is it is expensive though, right? I mean, it's a nice leather jacket. These, these aren't. Uh, licenses are inspired. Oh, they're, they're inspired. inspired. Oh, okay. Yeah, but guys, I mean, it's the same freaking thing. I mean, it looks like that, that looks like on leather. Yo, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I this, thought this it smelled bad on the outside. On ah, I mean, you're paying for the on Hoth, you know, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool looking. It's cool looking. You know, jackets and they have jackets like you know Poe Dameron's jacket. Yeah, Poe Dameron slash Finn's jacket. Yeah, that's a sweet jacket. The bromance jacket. The bromance jacket is pretty sweet. I will say that. You know, Han Solo's jacket is probably my favorite. I may actually buy a replica of Podamage's jacket because I really like that jacket a lot. It's a nice. Uh, it's just a nice I, cut. I, I, I might just buy the jacket because then it becomes easy to become be Finn for Halloween. You know? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's versatile. It's but comfortable it's, and it's a costume. A black top, black pants, and a jacket, and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? At least I am. Yeah. <laughs> a ski mask and a burlap rag over the face with a hat. 
Yeah, maybe we could do that for Halloween. Yeah. Be, fi- be Finn and Ray. Oh my goodness, can you be little Kylo? Can we? Put well, we, we can make him little Kylo, or you can also make something to make him BB-8. Oh, he's small enough, yeah, right? Actually, you win. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, speaking of being nerdy parents, before we knew. Oh my his... god, are the dogs gonna be R two and C three PO? Not the story I was going to tell. Oh my god! Before we knew what his gender was going to be. Uh-huh. Uh, we had uh, several of our friends had come up with sort of gender neutral names for in utero reference to their kids. And Veronica's like, we should do that. And immediately a, a light bulb flash hit me, and I'm like, I know what we're calling the baby. She's like, what? Gozer. <laughs> yeah. Because Gozer can be whatever it wants. Yep. Exactly. So until we knew and until we were going to tell everybody, he was Gozer. Right. To this day, He's 11 weeks alive, has a real name, is a real person. There's pictures and videos of him. Oops and peas and everything. Yeah. yeah. People are still like, how's Gozer? I'm like, <laughs> he does have alive. a name. <laughs> it was he's cute. a fully functioning baby, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay? It's like, what? And he's freaking What beautiful. just popped in there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Seriously, though, people are like, this is a good looking baby. It's like, a he's, great looking he's, baby. He is beautiful. I think we can give you guys a picture of him. To We're gonna have to, yeah. Notes. People are gonna have Definitely. to see a picture of this baby. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Let's let's just segue straight into your all's topic. <laughs> Being a nerdy parent, raising a child, in you know, instilling that that uh, importance of loving your passion and not being afraid to share it with the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah. that's what we're doing here, right? right? The whole premise of this show is to. You know, share what we're passionate about, uh, whatever that may be. Obviously, you, got, you guys have a brand new passion. Yes. He Loving ours. this kid. Loving this kid. So, um, what do you guys take away from, you know, this whole experience so far? What You said 11 weeks? 11, 11 weeks, weeks in. So, 11 weeks in, what do you guys take away from this experience? I'm so, so happy I finished Dragon Age before the baby showed up because I have no time to do <laughs> So, that, that is the number one thing. Priorities. <laughs> Hashtag priorities. Not, not the fact that you're, you know, oh, look at this beautiful baby, but... New family, new beginning. But the Inquisitor, no. but the Inquisitor <laughs> has finished all of her I missions. I have a 91,000 word fanfic I need to finish about my Inquisitor. Oh, all right. <laughs> I am dead um i mean yeah of course that stuff is obviously in there but it's it's i think it comes in phases we've been and it's and it's not necessarily like it's not necessarily like i want to instill on my kid my love for r2d2 and the fact that i think he's a sociopath but hilarious (laughs) and that's been the big joke all along right but it's it's taking a step back from that and like instilling the things that lead to that kind of passion right like the appreciation for the artwork, the appreciation for the creativity that goes to it. Right. And, and like, the appreciation for, like, everybody who's different, right? The other thing that I think really sort of makes the nerd community work and tick, despite, like, the girl politics and the boy gamers and whatever, bro right. gamers and all that, it's that it doesn't matter what walk of life brought you here, but you know what a Triforce is. You know what a Stormtrooper yeah. is. It's a right. unifying force. It's exactly. all, like, driven by creativity and love and, like, passion and and cons. I, I consider us very... And cons. And, and yeah. just, you know, instilling that into him uh, is, is sort of... Yeah, and cosplay and like the but like the, oh, we're the craftsmanship. Awesome con this year. There you nice. go. <laughs> His first con yeah, is, Mem- is Memorial Day weekend, please. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's, you know, the craftsmanship that goes into that stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, that's... For me, that's I've been thinking a lot about it. That's kind of the stuff that I want to instill in him, mm-hmm. and that it's okay to geek out about it. Like if oh, he totally decides right. to yeah. geek out about drawing, if he decides to geek out about, yeah, I'm a big yarn geek. I knit a lot. Marissa um, was on the God, show. She's a big knitter. You, you well. and Marissa are the same person. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Mar- hey, Marissa, this is like the same person as you. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I don't I- know if she's a bleach or a Naruto though. Mm, this will determine much. Uh, neither. Neither. She's, neither. she's big on the Sailor Moon and that kind of genre okay. of Okay, see, anime. I'm on the other side. I'm on the boy side of that. Okay, I'm okay. Not, see, uh, I love Sailor Moon, but, like, I'm really into Bleach. Oh, me too. And I'm, I'm a big Naruto person, but I'm big into Bleach. Not into Nar- Naruto. Naruto's wow. secondary for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've looked at, at a lot of different things, and one of the things that keeps striking me is how fortunate we are as yes, geeks right now <laughs> to be parents me. with the vast variety of things that are available and the fact Thank that you. geek culture has become pop culture. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. And the, one of the best examples, I was talking to a, a friend of ours named Chris who's got two little ones. 
And you never heard Chris before. <coughs> Chris isn't ever. What's a Chris? <laughs> <laughs> just, but, and and just a reference to that inside joke, people. Um, there was one episode where we had. Four references to Chris's who contributed something to the show, yeah. whether that be a beer <laughs> recommendation oh, nice. or a story recommendation, some kind of news yeah. article. This Chris has a fully functioning speakeasy bar in his basement. Well, there's a fifth Chris in our lives. <laughs> it's a rum it's bar. It's a, it's a tiki bar. He's also a, a computer science guy. He's built a program that tracks everybody's drinks during the course of the, the night. Drinkatron. Uh, wow. The Drinkatron. And there's... Drinkatron uh, uh, 5000. There's touchpads that you can register your uh, arrival at the party and send drinks to the touchpads behind the bar Just that cause. the bartenders can make. Because this is what really? he does. He built an arcade oh, no, he box. He was like, I want to know how to do the... <clears throat> The, the you know touchpad. What can I do? I know. I'll order. I'll build me a drink system. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. We so can. Then we he can. Just it. Holy cow! I know. The next right? big tiki party is <laughs> luck of the tiki for St. Patrick's Day. We'll get you guys invited. I'll say to the I yeah. have people in Puerto Rico. I will bring rum. I will bring whatever rum he needs. Yes. Tithing, tithings are important to the tiki bar. But obviously, I was talking with Chris about. And <laughs> Not even. Uh, I, I'm a big comic book in various forms nerd. Yeah. And Chris is not so much, but I was trying to encourage him to watch Arrow and The Flash. Okay. okay. I've started because watching Arrow. I, I've, I've grown up being much more of a Marvel guy, but I like it's some. Good. I love DC's animated through the 90s, Batman the Animated so Series, good. Justice League. Oh, yeah. Those are classics. Incomparable. And I'm really enjoying the. The TV part of the multiverse, which DC is pretty much confirmed now that they're taking everything as a multiverse approach. That's okay. why they haven't done. Interesting. They, no, but they had to do that. They had to do it to keep well, up with. It's Marvel. like Suicide Squad is such a one-off. You know, it's yeah. a yeah, yeah. And I'm so trepidatious about that though. Like I'm not like, like it, I, I will enjoy it, but only as an individual piece. Yeah, not that's as kind of the way I anything am. else. Yeah. Well, it's still gonna be the same universe because that uh, Batflick is in that movie. Oh wow, okay. Um, yes, he is. He is. I just right. hope they don't try to like make Harley Quinn super kawaii. And like try and like insert like that <laughs> bubble gum like right right. Well, we'll see how that turns it. out. <laughs> so Chris, Chris and I were talking. I'm trying to get him into Arrow and Flash, which he he and his wife are both into now. And I said, and one of the and it was just a little thing. And we had just found out we were pregnant with Elias, and it's one of the things that made me smile about the prevalence of geek culture and the way it's being handled by some people is like things that should be a thing on network television are never really a thing on Arrow and Flash. The two examples I gave him, and this is spoilers for anybody who's not up to date on Arrow or Flash. Just heads up. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, at one point, one of the main characters in Arrow, John Diggle, he reconnects with his ex-wife. He is black, she is white. It is never mentioned. They have a child during the course of this show. It never broached on the fact that they have a child and they love this little girl. One of Oliver, the Arrow's ex-girlfriends, comes back, and you find out while she was away becoming an assassin with the League of Assassins, she got a girlfriend. Oh, and wow. her girlfriend shows up to try and get her back. So clearly they're saying this character's bot. They did right. a whole spin on it because it's, <clears throat> do I want to spoil it? Well, we're already spoiled. Spo- yeah, spo- it's, 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 it's their version of Rachel Ghoul's kid. It's Nissa. Oh, wow. It's yeah. one oh, of his wow. children. So they play it's Nissa Al Ghoul. Yeah, wow. it's oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's cool. Oh, cool. <coughs> Technically, if you go back, Rish has like five kids, but this is one of his kids. And it's clear that Nissa and Sarah have a serious, have had a serious relationship, and Oliver and Sarah have had a serious relationship. And Nissa even says, Do you need to talk to your boyfriend before you talk to me? And there's romantic tension, but it's never made a thing. Right. Sarah later talks to her father, and the, the only time it's broached, she talks to her father who's thought she has been dead for the last five years. And she's like, are you upset? And this is basically her coming out. And all he says is, you were lost and alone and abandoned, and you thought everybody who loved you thought you were dead. I'm just glad you found somebody who loved you and took care of you. Oh, wow. Hey, that's support. And that's awesome. how it's handled. Yeah. And when little what moments like them. that throughout geek culture, because... Right. The people who are, so many more of the people who are making the movies and the television yeah. shows are fans. They're not right. just the executive yeah. who got stuck with this sci-fi thing and I don't get it. Firefly. These are, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. I, am, I am putting my finger on my nose and I am pointing at JoJo, who's exactly right. And I'm still not That's over a, I'm it. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm sorry. That's the first thing that popped in my mind. I'm so sorry. No, no, it's okay. Stop crying. Yeah. It's okay. Well, I might. Stop. I'm going to go get a It gets yeah. better. It gets better, JoJo. Yeah. It's never it gets too, better. It's always too soon. So but so many of the creators across, whether it's podcasts or YouTube or TV or films, so many more of the creators who are doing geek-oriented things give a damn. Yeah. Right. 
it matters to them that these are good representations of Arrow, of Doctor Strange, of Doctor Who, yeah, of right. Sherlock, yeah. of Game of Thrones. It's a, it's a good time well, to be a geek, and it's a good time for this little dude to be grown up in this sort of culture. <laughs> well, definitely. as he's young. But, but in, in, seriously, because, you know, it's it's something that... It, there's stories that, that are um, centered around acceptance, you know, yeah, love, camaraderie. Exactly. It, it really is... Uh, they're good stories. I feel like it was more prevalent in the BBC first, and I, I'm glad it's happening more mm, in the American yeah. kind of uh, field yeah. now. And again, it's it's to your point that it's something that's part of the culture. It is context to a story. It is not the story. They don't beat it over the head, right. you know, and repeatedly. With it becoming sort of more into the mainstream culture also is, is I had mentioned earlier in the show that like one of my big nerd things is lit. I'm a big right. geek lit person, right? right? Uh-huh. And the fact that, you know, stuff like you know, Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. right? Like, Ten years ago, that was, hey, have you read it yet? It was, kind of, it was like, what is it? Well, it's kind of like Wheel of Time, but dirty. Yeah. You know? Like, but a little more rapey. And a little more rapey, a little more incest. More than a little. <laughs> more than a little. There's a dwarf and there's a thing. And How many details can you hold at one time exactly. in your head? And, you know, that, that, that my dad is now, right? My dad's like, right. he's not a square by any means, but mm-hmm. he is of the baby boomer generation. But, but he calls me, he's like... Hey, so this happened in Game of Thrones. Am I totally caught up? I'm like, yes, Daddy, you're caught up. He's like, awesome, yes. He's like, are the books really that good? I'm like, did you need to read the books? But I can have these conversations with my parents about oh, yeah. stuff right. like, you know, Game super, of Thrones. Super geeky, and, but now it's popular, so everybody's part and of so it. So it's more know? approachable, right? Exactly. I feel like yeah. stuff like all geek lit to people was like the Cimmerillion, where it reads like the Bible and it's you know three <laughs> inches yeah. thick, and it's all. Thou hast this Dawu and you I know, read the Hobbit. Ayo, I read the Lord of the Rings yeah. trilogy in high school, and it's I never, I never took on the Cimmerillion. Really, I was like, I saw it. And it's I was like, serious. I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave that alone. Well, <laughs> I backed off of that good. one. Let me okay. ask. Let me ask this. So this is, you know, if we're talking about, you know, Eli bringing him into into all of all of this, mm-hmm. is what is going to be the first thing that you introduce yeah. him to? And you know, like. I think about my first time because Star Wars is definitely going to be mine. Like with my kids, whenever that happens, right, Deanna? Not now. Okay. So with him, you know, like what is that? Eventually, what is his thing going to be? Like, what is the most important thing? To I you think guys? the most accessible one. Well, the most important one is again going back to what those roots are. So good stories. Yeah. You know, sort of well crafted things. So I think, but the most accessible stuff is going to be. I think it depends on the medium. For me, it's going to be anime. Okay. Yeah. Cartoons, yeah. right? Yeah. But Studio it's, Ghibli at first, and kind of yeah. You know, Studio Miyazaki Ghibli. Well, his, yeah. his bedroom be is, yes. is is decorated in Miyazaki. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, so we have and Totoro and Totoro, yeah. Sprites. We have. Um, uh, Sun and the, the the dragon from from Spirited Away. Oh, so, right. you know, yeah. for, for yeah. those for those people who don't know much about anime, tell them a little bit about this artist. So Studio Ghibli is the uh, studio run by a man named Hayao Miyazaki, and he is considered the Walt Disney of um, that's of a great Japanese, way of putting it. Of right. Japanese. Yeah. Well, that's Seriously, what he's known yeah. as. He's no he's most known for uh, my neighbor Totoro. Um, Kiki's delivery service really took off here yep. in the states mm-hmm. too for little kids. Is it Howl's Moving Castle? Howl's Moving Princess Castle. Mononoke. Yeah. And the other Mononoke really famous great. one for for yeah. the older crowds is Princess Mononoke because the American um, screenplay for it was written by Neil Gaiman. Oh, or the English rather screenplay yeah. for it was written by Neil Gaiman, and that was f- the first one that had like big actors in the dub and in the anime community was one of the first dubs that was like accepted as like it's a dub fine it's right. a dub it's good mm-hmm. um i think that'll be kind of the start but it'll also be like the old school stuff like voltron of course gotta yeah have it. right yeah. Like, voltron doesn't age and that's, well yeah PS, no, not at all PS, that's, everyone. No, that was gonna be no, one of my questions like because they have a ninja turtles now and they've got a you know he-man now whatever do you throw them the new stuff or do you throw them the old stuff the old ninja turtles the old he-man the oh, old, the old ninja turtles. Turtles. yeah, yeah. Sure. Stuff for sure because and like he-man I actually watched He-Man and She-Ra while I was pregnant. She-Ra holds up. She-Ra holds up. He-Man does. I think. But those aren't really anime, though. Those were marketing campaigns for for toys. Toys. But they they were still like. We mentioned that before. Yeah. Right, but those are part of. Hasbro in particular. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and Voltron gets lumped in there because there were so many Voltron toys. Right. But it was Voltron and then the mecha toys that came with it. Yeah. But I mean, like, it'll depend. That's one of the reasons that I really want to get him into it early because he can grow with it. Right. Yeah. Right? Well, like, the the flip side of that is they're thing the perennial franchises, the things that have become perennial franchises, like the Ninja Turtles and stuff yeah. like that. There's going to be a version that 
is targeted towards him and his peers yeah. that we're going to have to accept and deal with. In terms of things that I specifically want to introduce to him earlier than others, I've had this debate about Star Wars with several friends of mine who have kids ranging from like four to eight. Mm-hmm. And I know, and the gist I... Where I've landed on this for episode four, because he will watch epi- he will watch it in the proper order. Yeah, he'll write re- yes. the right order, the correct will, order. Right? Yes. And and for me, the machete order is going to be the right order. It's going to be really? four, five, two, three, six, six, and keep going. That's a great order to do. I, I oh, learned about okay. this. You lose you you I lose virtually all of Jar Jar. Right. By dropping episode one. Right. If you want to show them the pod race sequence, do that. Why? Right. <laughs> hey, that's a great sequence. It's pretty, but yeah, but it's just something. But if you think about context, right? Four, you introduce the universe. Five, the reveal. Right. Two and three address how A got to B. Yeah, exactly. Because he may listen to this beforehand, right? And I'm not spoiling that. <laughs> no, not at all. Earmuffs, <laughs> no, right? Yeah, earmuffs. Cover those ears. So you you address after five yeah. how A got to B with two and three. Then you come back for the resolution in six. Okay. And then by the time he's old enough to start watching those, we'll have at least eight, I if not nine. How big that, that universe is going to be by that, the time? Well, he, that's true too. That's, because there's a trilogy plus another set of movies and a bunch of other things yeah. going on. But the Machete Order is actually kind of. Interesting to me for that because I figured it'd be just you know showed it how it's theater you know shown in theaters originally and then you know maybe present the machete order but that's actually a really cool idea yeah mm-hmm. for a first time Star Wars viewer that'd be awesome but the two yeah. the the two things he and that I, I have not agreed on this I think the prequels should just not be addressed at all well, we well, you can't have, have the prequels without the original trilogy the original trilogy draws up the prequels yeah I so know but like they, I'm happy with the the original trilogy yeah. and then like the stuff with the Force Awakens and Movie then. Forward. Clone like, Wars and Rebels may get in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and then like oh, the Clone animated Wars is beautiful. Series. I still haven't yeah. seen Rebels yet. I need to catch up on Rebels, but Clone Wars was amazing. We're, we're just early into Clone Wars. Uh-huh. We need to finish that, but it's, I've heard great things It gets even better. So well written. Yeah. It's so, so, so much good. gray area. It's, yeah. Not everything's yeah. black and, and you know, white, so it's a great presentation. That's a great thing to show him. Like, as a kid, like, it's cartoony, yeah. mm-hmm. obviously. Exactly. You know, it's a cartoon, but he he's it's something that, like, as a young kid, he's going to get excited about because of all the colors and stuff like that. Which brings me to the two things I absolutely want to introduce to him as the earliest, for me, the earliest two pieces of geekery I want to give him. One is Muppet slash Sesame Street. Awesome. Which we're already on. He's already listening to Sesame Street. (laughs) Awesome. And it parallels the other area, and all respect to the characters I love in the DC Universe, but it's going to be Marvel Comics, because Marvel Comics is more about a better variety of characters. Right, yeah. Even before the cinematic universe started to inform all of the interesting changes they're making in the current MCU, right. because you get a swath of different characters. I mean, the X-Men for me, mm-hmm. were especially with Storm and Wolverine and Nightcrawler, right. and the Claremont Revolution. They're so eclectic they're as so, a group. Totally, yeah. You could draw on, like, I see myself in that character, regardless of your background. Right. And with the Muppets and with Sesame Street crossing those two over between the 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 Muppets and the people on the show, you get a wide variety of different backgrounds. They do a great job of being bilingual, which is yeah. something that's very important for Definitely. us. So where it's not going to be, you've got to watch this, you've got to watch this, I want to make sure that these are easily accessible and things that Daddy will be excited and to I do with him. I suspect that yeah. the visual stuff is going to be easier <coughs> to get him into than like the... The books, like the the comic sort of graphic novel series that I really want to get him into sooner than later, is my favorite, which is the Sandman. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, like, that's, that's, really. that's that's ten and up. Ten and up, yeah. <laughs> but like, he needs a solid is foundation he gonna, first. Is yes. he going to read that? Like, I wonder. It, it'll if think it's about in it, an like, e version, maybe on an iPad. It's already on. <laughs> yeah. it's on you, mean, you mean the holographic projected version that he's going to well, have? That's still, <laughs> yeah. That was in the works, and it kind of gave it away. I think it's coming back, so it might be in running time. They've been yes. working on it, but you know. But you know, I think about the stuff that like I he's going to be exposed to, and if I, I just, I wonder sometimes, like if I hand him a book and go, dude. Read that book. Why? It's called American Gods. It'll change your life. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll be like, ew, but it's paper. But it's mom. not on the like, internet. I don't have questions to my friends. It's I not just, social I can't media. can't read this on my iPad. What right. is that? Right? Like, what does that too. world become Will for them? he ever actually have a computer is the question. Will it just be a tablet? Because they're... Oh, um, dude, that's... Here's the generational dividing line. Uh-huh. Uh, our friend Seth has twin girls. Okay. They're... Five, almost six. Action and Vendetta. Abigail and, Vic- and Victoria. Uh, Victoria. We call oh, them, I like that. We call them action. If you, knew, if you knew Seth, there's a reason why we called them Action and Vendetta. Okay. So he needed, he wanted to let uh, Victoria use this program, but he didn't have room on his main machine. Yeah, well, 
he Careful booted it up on his old laptop. <laughs> okay. So he set it up for his daughter, and she walks right over and just starts poking the screen <laughs> to to no effect. Are you pukey? He's a little pukey. He's got a little, a little pukey. pukey. So uh, there's there's no effect. There's no yeah. response. And he yeah. says, uh, "Honey, you gotta." I'll take the book. Yeah. Oh, the book. <laughs> There's a book on the blanket with puke about to be on it. I'm going to move the book. Dude, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, so she starts poking at the screen, and he's like, he's no, fine. honey, you've got to use this mouse. And she was delighted at how, and this, a five-year-old used this word, how quaint using the mouse was <laughs> to operate the program. Wow, that's modern for archaic. I feel old. <laughs> yes. right? A five-year-old called a mouse quaint. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> oh, wow. God. So those of you with children who are considering <laughs> having children, that is where the line is. He needs yeah. to give her a cassette tape and a pencil. So and I figure, figure it out. That's, yeah. the, that's the first time I think I have felt old. Old, right? <laughs> I'm in my late 20s. There's more of them coming. Oh, my God. And then picture that he posted on his Facebook was she drew, she like made little like not paper mache, but like little paper cutouts of this little machine and she's like isn't this cool? Let me play pretend with this archaic device. Like damn. Oh. Yeah. Womp womp. Well I'm dude, old. you know if if technology keeps rolling the way it's supposed to and you got a good future ahead of you dude. See, I would, I would so. like to think and I, I say this now as a non-parent and I don't obviously change if I ever become a parent but I would think that the first computer that my kid would ever have, I would have him build or her, you know. That's what it was. That's a good idea. That's what I did. So they understand what goes into that and whatever. And so if they get a a virus, well, you have to fix it yourself, you know, kind of a My dad and I, I built my first computer. I was like, you know, eight years old with my dad. And my dad, you know, knows computers very well. Wow. And like, and again, we built this computer. I'm pointing at the computer behind me, my gaming rig. We built it again together. You know, it's kind of fun. But um, I have about six of his uncles who would die at the opportunity, <laughs> and there might be a cage match to be <laughs> the one who instills that virtue. Well, they all bring you know tidings. You know, one brings a video card, one brings the motherboard, one brings the processor. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it takes an, a science club to build it's a machine. Fun. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll all argue about how it's done. Yes. You know, what is so. science club gonna? be for him when there is a science club for him to it's gonna be a pop culture club I have a feeling it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of Rick and Morty esque nice I love that it'll be a bunch of I would love that for my child (laughs) Rick Rick and Morty's a little hardcore for my 11 week old because you point a ray gun you point you point a uh, like a portal gun at a door and all of a sudden you end up in another dimension and it's just futuristic and what is that going to be? Unforgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I don't think it's going to be, you know, 2015 and where's my hoverboard, right? I don't yeah. think it's going to be that. It's 2016, honey. Right, but I'm referring to the... <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that. Look at the look. And those of, you oh. are married, those of you who are married, I am getting the look. You're oh. feeling the look right now. You're feeling the look. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be the ex- the unreal expectations that we had for that we got from back to the future too, but I, I think it's going to be as I, like, I, I have aspirations that we're going to get there to science yeah. where he's going to come home and be like, look, mom, I created smell-o-vision today. I'll be like, that's great, honey. Smell, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at my husband and go, what? <laughs> what was uh, I that? Th- I think it is the fits and starts that the generation now has with just the social media aspect of it and the poo-pooing and the kids get too much screen time. Yeah. I think that curve will level out and become the kid, the kid, integrated kid. generation. Well, you know, my grandparents thought the televisions were going to rot our brains right. and that, you know, we were it all It becomes be... part of how they function. Right. Television is ruining America. Themselves. Um, I, I think they'll be okay, especially considering the level with which at least I see kids who are active online and have... Strong digital point. presence are concerned about climate change and the environment. It right. matters to them, right? So they're gonna. Have, I think they're gonna use it to have well, more. It should of a matter positive. to us too, but yes. you know, well, but I, it will be their problems. This, right. There's this great, and I'll send you the link for the for the for the show notes. There's this great comic online where the mom is uh, is approached by the god. 
Oh, it's a genie. Siri just went off. It's a con. It's yes. Oh, it's the one I saw. Frank said it's this. It's this couple, and they've got a newborn little girl, and they find a genie. No, no, no. It's like a tiki god. Anyway, he says, my name is Turu, let's just say, and because you love your kid so purely, I'm going to give you a wish for your child. Three wishes. Three wishes for your child. And the mom is sort of dancing around, holding the baby above her, wishing for, you know, sort of maternal things like, I don't want them to know too much pain in their life, and I want them to have a so good life. So mom comes up with two really solid wishes yeah. that are going to protect and give this right. girl and a so good life. <laughs> right. And so she's winding up for the third wish, right? And, and she's Dad like, ultimately, ultimately, I just, I wish for her to be a happy, happy. healthy, responsible, and kind, and the dad leans in and goes, Starfighter! Starfighter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and the look from the mom is... <laughs> the last two paddles of the comic, you see, like, 20 years in the future, you see the daughter with her helmet underneath her arm now, in front of her starship. Here's the meta that, that's, me, that's me in Diana right there. Here, awesome. But here's the meta thought of that. Did his wish propel the space yes, program such that she was able to become the a star? Hey, you know what he says? He says, you're welcome. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the last paddle is the mom just sort of like, I'm happy she's okay, but goddammit. And then that... <laughs> The dad's got two thumbs up towards his daughter and the biggest shit there's, eating grin. There's 20 years of her staring at him and then finally he's like, I'm vindicated. <laughs> Took 20 years, but I, I waited it's, for it. It's a great bit. Anyway, it... I that think of good. that a lot. <laughs> that awesome. that in essence is like me raising him as a kid. Well, that's a that's a good model, and and he's wonderful. And uh, thanks for bringing him on the show. Look at that smile, that beautiful that little boy. Smile. And he's continued his trend of being an absolute gem in social situations. So I'm glad he's that worked good. out. Yeah, he's so you guys bar, he's been in a maybe podcast. heard. Yeah, you guys maybe heard a couple little whimpers from him here and there. Otherwise, he's a smiley, wonderful little baby. And uh, we actually good popped baby. open. I yeah, was never that good looking of a baby. I'm still not good looking. I got a face for radio. <laughs> 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 but I don't think uh, Alex was that good looking either. So. No, I was beautiful. Are you kidding? It, you Look were, at me now. I was like ten times you're better. You're a lying liar of lies. You should have of lies. <laughs> and we're, we actually popped our uh, second beer, and this is great. We've been drinking it throughout this conversation. Golden Drac, and quickly touching on it, it is definitely lighter than the other oh, beer. Yeah. And um, it's very bold. I love the, the flavor of it. Mm -hmm. It, I mean, well, you it's also the second. So he mentioned yeah. it earlier. It's the second fermenting of it is with wine yeast. Yes, yeah. that's exactly mm -hmm. what I was going to say. And you could taste that. Yeah, yeah. which is amazing. Uh, Veronica is absolutely in our in our lives and in our relationship. She is the beer connoisseur. She knows this stuff better. We I'm are, a beer nerd. We are we are <laughs> both we are both foodies, but I'm more of the chef. Okay, by a little bit. Uh, the two notes I would add with the delirium, mm -hmm. chili. Okay. Because it's a little but richer. More, yeah, more Cincinnati style. Okay. okay. If you're, you're going to go that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. A reduction. If you're going to look, if you instead of adding a little wine oh. with the golden drop, so, not a lot, yeah. but a little. So, and just to be clear, guys, just to be clear, the golden drop, using it as a reduction like in your cooking yeah that's you don't want to you, yeah. you don't want to use it solely as a reduction but, but if you want to like deglaze a pan with it pork. as you're going to start a sauce like after you've grilled up some wow. pork uh, especially if you're going to go <coughs> something excuse me a little more uh, you autumnal. need more beer in i need more beer <laughs> if you're going to go for something a little more autumnal in flavors God, that's so good. a little pork a little more cinnamon a little more nutmeg no. a little more apple awesome uh, I love it. A little bit of the golden drack in the too plan. Sweet to put apple to put with apples because it's it's sweet. I mean, it's much sweeter. I I've, I'm kind of looking forward to using it and making my next next batch of apple risotto. I make this chili once a year, uh, not once a year, but in in sort of the fall season. And in it, I put this. I was going to bring it, but I couldn't find a bottle of it at um, Total Wine. Uh, but it's a smoked mazen. Oh wow! Ooh, it's nice. So I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. We call it bacon beer. There we go. It's just and bacon it is beer. fantastic really? for it's chili. Bacon beer. Okay, it's fantastic it's for chili. So good. So I, I am a connoisseur of grilled cheese sandwiches. That's Ooh. my forte, and oh, that's about all yours. I can do. <laughs> that's 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 hey, it. But you that's make all. A damn there's, good. One. There is a food truck and courthouse that you should go talk to. Oh, there we go. Okay. All they do is grilled cheese. Because that's like, all I can do. And that's I, I've, I've, oh, I've learned to not mess it up anymore. Food. But I tried like fried eggs, and I can't fried eggs in my life. So they keep me out of the kitchen for a reason. Oh, that's awesome. And you know, thanks so much for bringing. Him and bringing the beer uh, has been, for us. yeah, yeah it's been a great. You. you know, and, and one last cheers, cheers as we cheers. Yeah. salute, salute. There you go. <laughs> as we uh, as we finish off the night drinking this beer, 
Um, we wanted to uh, thank you guys for listening in. JoJo, where can people reach us? So we have an email, and that is geek30podcast at gmail.com. And that is all spelled out. 30 is a word, not a number. Um, well, it is a number, but it's spelled out. <laughs> uh, we also have a website. If you ever want to see what's going on, um, you can go to geek30.com, which is also all spelled out. And it's also our Twitter handle, geek 30 uh, or at Geek30, yep. uh, spelled out. There's also a phone number you can reach us at, 443-424-3350. We're on Facebook, and we're getting on YouTube, too. We're starting to put up some uh, some videos. Yeah, we got a lot of cool videos. I'm actually in the midst of putting up some videos from my 5K run in Disneyland, Which the Star exciting. Wars 5K. Oh, cool. yeah. oh, you're doing it? Yeah, no, I did, you did it. it. Yeah. You did it? I did it. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize oh, happened. heck yeah. <laughs> so, um... Videos will be going up here shortly, so stay tuned to that. And please, if you haven't yet, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That helps us get the word out. And, um, you know, again, thank you to you two for for, uh, coming and being on the show. The three of you. Thank you for having us. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you for participating, little man. You did a good job. Yeah. And thanks for the awesome beers. So, again, the names of the beers, Veronica? Golden Drock. Uh-huh. And not uh, delirium. Uh, too much beer. Uh, delirium nocturnal. Yes, both delicious. Uh, and thank you to Jamie Sweeland, as always, for awesome music and editing and all the great things he does. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Take care, everyone. Bye, all. See ya. Ciao.